Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi and welcome to Why Did You Make Me Watch That? with me, Holly Frew. And me, Ronan Warfield. Hi, Ronan. Hi, Holly. So, how are you getting on in the heat, heat, heat? The hot, hot, hot? I know. It's been super hot this week. Um, So, I'm sure it's warm everywhere because it's July. Um, But, yeah, in Ireland, it's been, like, absolutely heat wave. Just central. So, it's... uh... (laughs) Heat wave central. (laughs) It's quite the place to be. Anything over like 25, is it counted as a heat wave? Something like that? Yeah. I think if you're Irish, anything over 25, and it might as well be the surface of the sun. It's yeah. Just, yeah. It's, it's no bueno. No bueno. It's mental. Especially. But it's, you know, what's funny when, when you get those temperatures, though, if you're over in Spain or anywhere else in the world, it feels just like, oh, it's a pleasant, sunny day. But I think if we get those temperatures abroad, Irish people tend to be like, oh, there's a nice, you know, uh, sea breeze and we get to walk in and have beers in the open and yeah you know, in Ireland, where in Ireland there's no air con there's no <sighs> provisions made for this kind of heat it's just you know it's a dead heat that will destroy <laughs> you if you don't you know destroy stay indoors you and your soul yeah. and uh yeah. Yeah, I know it's, it's it's a lot of fun although today now it's gone really sticky and we just had our first rain in about two weeks so yeah yeah, so a fun it, when it started to rain, I felt a bit chilly, but then like now I just feel like it's really warm. Anyway, yeah. this is our fun weather chat. Yeah. <laughs> why why did you make me such a nice weather? <laughs> um, have you been watching any of the Olympics? Are you a fan? Uh, I, I I do like the Olympics and I like what they're all about. I haven't watched any of it yet because it's been on at really awkward times. Um I know yeah. that they, they They've like been repeating it um during the day or whatever, but when it's on live live, it's like one in the morning kind of stuff, like you know. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of been miss- I've kind of been missing out with my schedule and stuff, but I've been checking in with it now and it'll start getting good now in the next week or so when all the medals start being handed out and stuff. So yeah. I know, yeah. I feel like a lot of things are just like heats at the moment to get through mm. like the final the qualifiers and yeah. yeah. So yeah. So it'll when start, it- start getting good next week. Yeah, when when it's when everything's really on the line. Not saying exactly. that it's all about winning and medals are the only thing no. that's important. No. Of course not, no. For entertainment <laughs> purposes. Yes. <laughs> there are no prizes. Well, there are prizes for second place. I was gonna say there are no prizes for second place, but there clearly is. It's called a second. And medal. third. <laughs> and third. There you go. So there are no prizes for fourth place. <laughs> oh. Oh yeah. Um, what about you? Are you into it? Or are you? Yeah, any? like I think mm-hmm. I do like to, I guess, become an absolute like uh, critic over all of the sports that I have absolutely no um, <laughs> uh, knowledge about or like you're an expert feel, feel in a sport that you but, but I become an yeah. actual like yeah. a sports journalist uh, around o- that Over time. sports that you've probably never even heard of before then. Like, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm the same. I'd I was like, what? They, they had... The diving. 
Is it the diving and like no, you know the way, like, I didn't see any of the diving, but fair play to your the, man. Yeah, some of the some of the dives really good, but you're sitting there going, Oh, that's a terrible dive. Like I'd know, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me who has not swam in eight months, like let alone ever dived, like I know. Me also like at the diving <laughs> is like cannonball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> like the you know the sveltness of their immaculate dives intersecting mm. the water. And like the most I can do is like a significant belly flop. Yeah. <laughs> significant. Yeah, significant. Yeah. Plus the, with all idea... those COVID pounds, you know, yeah. it is really significant. If the idea of the sport was to displace as much water as possible, I think we would be in with a chance for a medal. Like, yeah. We would definitely be up at the podiums. Like, you know, <laughs> we'd give it the best shot. We would. We um, do our country proud. Yeah. I mean, maybe there could be, maybe that could be like a new side uh, sport. You know how certain sports kind of can get like devised. Like, you know, a triathlon is like an amalgamation of a few different sports, like mm-hmm. kind of have belly flopness to be a kind of a side hustle of diving. I don't know. Yeah. I reckon so. I reckon they could like maybe combine it with a few other non-sports, like you know, competitive eating or. Ooh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, interesting. I think we could. I, I think we'd also do well in that. <laughs> so. I I do not think I would do well in that. Really, I yeah. would. <laughs> I like I. I mean, I can eat, but then it's just like I actually, if I feel sick, then I'm just like I can't. Do you know? And oh. I. If you get me when I'm hungover, forget about it. Oh, all, yeah, all that's off, true. You, know? you see, that's what you have to do. You have to get really mm. drunk the night before. There you go. That's how you get the medals. But not you know? too sick hungover. Just more like no, you have to be able to. I'm munchies hungover, kind of. Munchies hungover. Yeah, you kind of have to get that, strike that balance, you know. Yeah. You see, yeah I think we've come up with a sport already. This is viable, I'm telling you. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where do we apply? I mean, I guess uh, Olympics, Sports Ireland, get on to them. Get on to them, say, listen, we've this got a thing. Summer 2024. Mm-hmm. Um, we can do this. We can do this. It can be our Calgary 84 slash. <laughs> Even though Calgary was, in fact, the Winter Olympics. Winter Olympics, and they uh, weren't in 1984. <laughs> 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 you know, Los Angeles. <laughs> Calgary 88. That no, was it was Calgary, Calgary 84. No, it wasn't, was it? Yeah. I dare let me have a little look here. Okay, hang on, go on. I was almost sure Calgary was ADA. Because I thought I saw a t-shirt. I had, I thought I had like. Oh, you could be right. Right there. I know. Little tippy tappy. Um, Jesus, Holly, why can't I not even do this? Why can't I not even do this? Googling. Um, it's the easiest thing in the world. 88 Winter Olympics. Yes. Oh, it's 88. Yes. Are you sure? I'm looking at it right here. My Google, my Google game is strong. Oh, uh, 1984 Winter Olympics were actually in Sarajevo, Bosnia, and Herzegovina. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No longer with us as no. a country. No longer with us. Not even actually called those things anymore and mm. um, cool okay that uh, wraps up our little 
<laughs> Weather and Olympics report. <laughs> yeah. We're just bringing you all the hard-hitting news here. We are, we are. On uh, why did you make me watch that? But yeah. Um, cool. Well, sure. Do you want to go first? Because I think I went first the last time. I will go first. Um, so um, my choices were... Do you know, I can't actually remember one of the choices you gave me. The one that I didn't watch. Do you remember oh, I have them uh, good on paper on Netflix yes. or Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar on Sky. Okay, well, I decided to go for Barb and Star. Oh, go to Vista Del Mar. Yeah. Oh, did you? Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. Okay, well, we don't have to talk yeah. about this now for the rest of it. I know, but once you watch that film and anyone who does decide to watch the film, they'll not be able to stop, stop talking like that. Stop you just it. can't it's do just... it. It's, it's infectious. It is infectious. That is like one of my favorite American accents, I think. You love a Nebraskan accent. You always have. I love any uh, of that. Nebraska, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. What's uh, the other one? Uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember all Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota. It's. Oh my God. Oh my God. Margie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll, okay, we'll press that. Okay, <laughs> Han. Uh, so, anyway, we have uh, Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. It is about uh, Barb and Star who live in the sleepy town of Soft Rock, Nebraska. Um, they decide they're both uh, divorcees, uh, middle aged divorcees who work in a furniture shop. Um, but they're best friends. They basically just spend all their day chatting and talking and drinking coffee and just talking over each other and they're great best friends and yada 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 um so we meet them too but at the same time we also meet um uh, uh an eccentric villain we'll say almost like a bond villain we'll say called sharon uh, and she is plotting against the town of vista del mar in florida for uh, some childhood trauma she's been through in that town <laughs> we'll find out later why um and that's what's happening at the same time so uh, Barb and Star get let go from the furniture shop because it's being closed down um, and they decide to, uh, go, to va- go on vacation because one of their friends has just come back from Vista Del Mar, had a great time, looks great, and they decide to do the same thing. So off they go to Vista Del Mar. Um, there they encounter uh, Jamie Dornan, uh, who was playing uh, Edgar. And he is essentially the reluctant uh, henchman of the villain, um, Sharon Fisherman, is her name. Um, he's there to oversee her plan to ruin the town or kill everyone in the town, essentially. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's 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 a very weird film, obviously, but it's incredibly it's incredibly well done, it's incredibly funny. But um, yeah, so essentially, uh, they both strike up a sort of relationship with uh, Edgar uh, behind each other's backs, essentially, Barb and Stardew. Uh, Star, who, which one is, which one is which now? I'm trying to remember. Star is Kristen Wiig, isn't that right? Um, I actually um, can't remember. It is. So Star is Kristen Wiig and Barb okay. is Annie Momolo. And they both co-wrote this film. Uh, and they co-wrote, they wrote Bridesmaids as well. They did, so they co-wrote really Bridesmaids. Good. So they've, 
Now it's nothing like Bridesmaids. No. In its tone and it's um and it's uh in its humor, essentially. It's very much a different, different thing altogether. Yeah. But uh, essentially they both strike up a relationship more so with Star. Star becomes uh, romantically involved uh with um uh, with Dornan, with Jamie Ornan. Uh, and that's essentially it. It becomes more and more ridiculous as the story goes on. Um, it's, it, uh, you know what? It's 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 a really good film. It's 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 completely ridiculous, and it, how much you enjoy it really depends on how much you're willing to, you know, jump into the ridiculousness. Um, it's a uh, yeah. It's kind of like it would almost be like a a slapstick comedy type. Think more Anchorman than Bridesmaids, I guess. I even got the vibe of actually Zoolander. Yeah, Zoolander would be because a better Because of the arch, the, you the know. The arch villain thing, yeah. The arch villain more, thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I was going to say, and definitely Austin Power vibes off it as well. Yeah, with the secret layer and. Yeah, yeah the whole lot. Because <laughs> your woman's a full-on Bond villain, but she's beset by, you know, the complete ridiculousness of the whole thing, like, as a, as a villain is. Um but uh, yeah, no, and the, uh, the way it's made now, it's 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 real like a, a like real bright color palettes and stuff. It's like a, a musical essentially, and of course there are musical numbers eventually throughout the film, like you know. Yes, there are music. There is a a whole sort of musical section. Uh, mm. Also, I feel like a lot of like Jamie Dornan sort of plays a different. Like he's the he's like a comedy the comedy straight guy in this yeah um, well you know i was i was i was i was i was i wasn't impressed by him but i was impressed by how much he sort of committed to it yeah you know clearly comedy's not his thing um and you can't not but think about you know his more serious roles when you look at him because you know anyone who's seen the fall or that other thing with the with the, with the whips and the change i can't remember oh yeah what's it called 50 the 50, yeah the 50 thing uh so anyone who's seen them and that's all you'll basically see for the first 10 minutes but the more he sort of commits to the ridiculousness of everything the better it becomes and the funnier he becomes so fair play to him for jumping into this one like uh damon waynes is in it as well he plays like a, a sort of a secondary henchman for your woman and he's very funny as well even though he's only in it for a tiny bit he's uh, one of my favorites yeah, comedy he's, actors. Got a, he, he's got this great running gag where he keeps giving away too much for himself, even though he's trying to be discreet and real <laughs> secret about it. Yeah, he keeps yeah. like you know telling everyone his name, and he's like, "Damn it!" <sighs> Every time he gives away something, like you know, um, it's very funny. Uh, I also I feel like I'd say like ninety percent of Jamie Dornan's um, character in this is like trying not to burst into tears, laughing. That's yeah. Yeah. So I kind you of feel like that's what he's on, doing. On several but... occasions, everybody was on the verge of laughter. I could see it, you know, I'd yeah. say had to had to take on on a few seconds longer, all you would have got was laughter. Like so it was one of those films where I'm sure they just fell around the place. 90% of the takes with, with their with their with their uh, laughing. Um yeah, it's it's like like you know, it's completely ridiculous. And as I said, the more you give into that ridiculousness, the more you'll enjoy it. Like it um the, the, and the two of the, the two of them, the central two characters, are definitely the anchor that kind of prevents it from becoming annoying, I guess. Yes. Um, because it could very easily stray into that territory. But definitely think Zoolander, Austin Powers, airplane, all that kind of humor, slapstick humor. Yeah. Mixed with the mixed with the palette of a of a of a 
very bright colored musical and you've kind of hit the nail on the head of what you're looking at but um yeah i won't won't get too much into the story after that because it's kind of spoiler territory after that but it's very funny and uh yeah i did i did enjoy it a lot i have to say oh good I'm I, assume, glad. I, I, assume, I assumed you liked it too yeah yeah i did and i was just but i was kind of a bit like hesitant because it is as you said like it's one of those things where you kind of you might love or you might completely reject like this movie and I kind of feel like as well if you kind of watch it when you're tired or you you know you're not really too keen on it then you're just gonna hate it you know it's Mm. sort of I, I think it's probably their most Marmite films because the two of them have done a few films now and like, mm. I think they're all pretty, pretty good. And this is probably their, as you said, it's their kind of most, you know, different um, type of films. So, uh, yeah, I think, um, what, who is this? I think it's actually, uh, yeah, so it's produced by Adam McKay and Will Ferrell as well. And they're mm. the dirty, um, or what is their production companies? Uh, Gloria Sanchez Productions. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely got their DNA all over it. Um, yeah. For sure. Like it's got their brand of humor all it. But um, it's very much Kristen Wiggs and Annie Momolo's. Um, it's very much their vehicle. Like, you know, you can tell yes. us. Definitely, you know, Kristen Wiig, you can tell there's a lot of horror in it. And obviously, she, I didn't mention that she actually plays the part of the supervillain as well. Uh, yes. Which you don't, which you don't twig at first, because the makeup on the supervillain is quite, quite good. Like it's really, it's uh, quite full on. It's quite full on, but it's very funny as well. Like, and her backstory is equally ridiculous. The whole thing is ridiculous. But like I said, you know, give into that, and you'll, you'll, you'll have a few, very few, fair few belly laughs, like because it's very funny. Like, um, yes. Do you know? I'm just, I just looked it up here. I didn't realize it, but um, but. Um, what's her name? Annie uh, Momolo. Uh, she plays Barb in This Is Forty. Is it the same Barb? I don't remember her in that. I I don't remember her in it either. But she <laughs> just happens to be a Barb. Um, <laughs> in in uh, what's his name? Judd Apatow's This Is Forty as well. Yeah. So um, she's just kind of one of those characters who. Like she's in a lot of very good comedy movies and uh but she's she's just always plays a blinder in anything she's in. It's cool. Hmm. But yeah. uh yeah, I'm glad that but, you uh I'm glad that you I, liked I, it. I'm glad you made but there was loads of uh, I was gonna say there was loads of um comedy uh, well known comedy actresses playing dude um playing cameos in the background which was which was very cool as well like the likes of Vanessa Bear and Phyllis Smith and all from the office the US office um, yes. Uh, yes they were really good as well like with they're very, in a, a deal, like, they're uh, in a kind of a book club or a <laughs> it's a uh, talking club they call a it a talking <laughs> club and they have talking different talking points and it's <laughs> really strict like the woman who runs it is Vanessa Bear from SNL and she's all like what six o'clock? We better we better lock the door. And you just see the the woman is late coming up to the door as she's locking it and go go away you're late. It's real. She's <laughs> the, she yeah she takes the talking club extremely seriously. Yeah and uh, yeah so they're trying to like kind of I guess 
get out and live their well, lives. The thing, yeah, that's the thing that spurns Barb and start to, to go to Vista del Mar because uh, they get kicked out of the talking club. Um. <laughs> and they lose their jobs, so they're like, okay. And they lost their jobs, yeah, yeah. So I love the, the little Chinese boy, right? Uh, Yo-Yo. Oh, yeah. He's kind of like another henchman for the for the villain, and he's just like a twelve year old Chinese kid, but he's like a he becomes like the villain's confidant and like her number one guy, and all he ends up like you know running the whole plan at the end, like so. Yeah, yeah, no, he's great, cool. I'm glad. To... But, uh, yeah, no, it's um, it's a it's a ten out of ten for me. I really enjoyed it, and I would advise people to watch it with a healthy dose of uh, ridiculousness and or alcohol. I think that'd be the best. Do you know what I think as well? It's a brilliant, um, it's a brilliant summer movie, uh, because it's based in the beach and it's in the sunshine for a lot mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, and um, it's it's kind of because it was out in February, uh, but obviously, like no, I think it went to, well, it went to Sky Store. You know, when I came out and then in, in Ireland anyway, because obviously every every cinema was closed. Mm. Um, I don't know if it actually got a proper cinematic release, but to be fair, like it could, act, you know, you're not missing it out. No, it's not lacking. Yeah, no, it yeah, it's not, it's, no, absolutely not. In fact, I think it's very much tailor made for kind of a smaller screen. Yeah. Um, In terms of like, you know, just that would be. Yeah. Like, I mean, I would have loved to have seen it in the cinema, like, because it would have been good to see it in a room full of people also laughing. Yes, hopefully. that's true. But, uh, yeah, I'm just reading here that it was supposed to be released last July. Uh, it got pushed back to this July. Uh, just this July, just gone. But uh, it had already had a, a premium video on demand release in February. Okay, yeah. And they cancelled the theatrical release because of that. So yeah. it didn't get a cinema release in the end. Yeah. So, yeah. I think it went straight to Sky Movies, as you say, uh, which is where people can watch it now if they like. BG, nice little plug there. Yeah, yeah we're not, thanks, we're Sky. Not paid for. Oh, here's 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 my laundry <laughs> bag of money, <laughs> a bag from Sky with a dollar sign on it. <laughs> Thank you, Sky. Oh, Sky. Yeah. Uh, you guys are the best. I didn't. I didn't get any any payment, so. What's up? But you didn't give Sky a plug, so you know. But I, I gave you the film to watch on the Sky platform, so. Um... Okay, just you're not getting any of my money, are you? <laughs> okay, that's how that's how that is going down. That's how it works. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, right. What actually? What ones did you give me? Um. Oh yeah, the Equalizer on Netflix mm. or the Meg, yes. also on Netflix. Yes. <laughs> Why are you sorry, laughing? Sorry for that. <laughs> Why? Because the Meg is ridiculous. But anyway, I enjoyed it. Go on, I need to continue. And yeah. I watched the Meg. Yeah, you did. Well done. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, uh, it was so- funny. So I watched it. I was counting, actually. I was organizing a few notes before we started recording. And mm-hmm. I actually was like, I watched it four nights. I know. I watched it five nights ago. And I actually have to say, I was like, what, what happened again? 
<laughs> it's not a it's not a memorable film. It's enjoyable when you watch it, but the minute but you stop watching, it. it's like, huh? What happened? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, well, for anyone who has had their head under a rock <laughs> um, for the last the, four years, at the bottom of the ocean, maybe. <laughs> Very oh far down and under the ocean. Would it maybe. be mm. under mm. the? Uh, What's it fucking called again? <laughs> the seafloor. <laughs> yeah, but what's the actual name of it? The Mariana. Oh, the Mariana Trench. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. Under the Mariana Trench. Huh? <laughs> yeah. It I just I I helped you to slag me there. Uh, yeah, I know. I was like, I, I was yeah, helping you. you. I was like, what's the name Thanks. of that thing again? Under the Mariana Trench. Thanks for the assist. But fuck you. <laughs> Oh, it's like you actually gave me the ammo to heckle. Sure, um, sure. Thank you. Okay, You're so the, the Meg uh, was made in 2018. Um, it's it's a science fiction action film, but I don't know. I think it's actually pretty much an action film. It's just probably science, science fiction because it uh, has kind of it's it's to do with sort of marine biology um mm. but it's directed by john turtletaub and um yeah it's based on a 1997 book meg a novel of deep terror and it's nothing to do with meg from family guy um no. <laughs> so that would be an interesting offshoot so I, I think somebody done a uh this take of the poster you know the poster was just like a big shark oh, jumping up to grab statham yeah. and somebody replaced jason statham in the poster with like uh peter griffin swimming and it's just like instead of meg i was like shut up meg and so yeah so as you mentioned it stars jason statham who's like you know action he's he's america's action hero cutie um born in england yeah (laughs) or like but he's just so massive all over the world now so um uh lee bingbing uh rain wilson ruby rose and winston chow so they're like the main group of actors in it um so yeah basically the story is so you see jonas taylor so jonas taylor is statham and Mm -hmm. he's a diver and you see like this crew um in a sort of a submarine and like there's loads of water coming in and there's obviously some catastrophe that's just happened and you see him then going in and trying to save a crew so he saved a few people already and then all of a sudden there's this like mad bash and he realizes like there's something down here to like that caused that massive like you can see the side of the submarine literally almost imploding Mm. so he's like we need to go now and um he ends up leaving uh some of the crew there to die because he's uh he'll lose everyone if he doesn't you know bring them up to surface straight away so um for from that kind of situation he's kind of deemed uh, by certain people in the industry as kind of a bit of a crazy person 
uh, and a bit of a coward for for leaving people behind. But he saw that there was like obviously some massive thing or something um, mm. that he couldn't explain. Um, yeah. that was below the surface. So he was like, there's no, we would lose everyone. So I made the best decision. Like, yeah. So um, that's that's sort of what's happened in the past. And then we come to five years later and basically a, a doctor of marine biology, uh, Dr. Sang Shang, and a billionaire, Jack Morris, who's that's Rain Wilson or uh, Dwight Schrute from The Office. Um, mm-hmm. So yes. they also known as yeah. also known as. So Jack Morris is this billionaire yeah. and he's funding um, an underwater research facility and uh, it's called Mana One. And um so there's a group of kind of oceanographers in this group and uh, they want to sur- they want to basically investigate a section under the Mariana Trench. So the Mariana Trench is the lowest part or the deepest part of the world, apparently. Mm. Of all the and oceans, it, yeah. Yeah. Mm. And uh, so they want to kind of, they think that there's actually something or there, it might not be the deepest and there might be something underneath. Even further down, yeah. Yeah, so they need to investigate. So they go and get like a little team of deep sea submarine people and they go down and then that little submarine investigation goes awry and basically they they all realized, okay, there's another or the the thing that happened before um has happened again and and they see that the thing is an actual massive shark um so they get on to uh Jonas because he's uh, like someone who's dealt with this before and they contact uh Jason Statham and they're like please come and help us investigate this and be part of our little ship of investigators and and see what the hell this shark bullshit is all about and um so so Jonas Taylor is living it up in Thailand uh, yeah, as you would be yeah yeah drinking drinking some uh Thai beers and uh so the lads go and try and persuade him to come on their uh boat and yeah like so there's there's loads more to this there's loads of dips and dives and uh people lose their lives along the way of course um, as, is, as is and you I know think you can get into very, what they find down there there's well they else? yeah i mean the, it's the shark it's the, it's yeah. the megalodon um yeah. so they see this massive shark and it's there's just like there's just a lot of very hairy moments where they you know come into contact and you know they're kind of getting like dragged along but they have actually a really cool ship um where they can go under the water 
and mm. it, I mean, it sounds just like a submarine, um, but they have. That's kind of like an oil. It's like a like a fancy oil rig, you know. Yeah, that's true, actually. Almost, but it has like, like a, a sort of like corridors where it's all kind of um, like has windows all around it, so you're just kind of you're yeah. like you're walking in the water, um, and yeah, so there's some really good shots of like the megalodon coming up to it um but yeah there's just so many kind of um little scares and but it's it's a whirlwind of a film because you're just kind of you you think you know every time they come into uh contact or they see the megalodon it's like okay this this is it now this is when Meg is going to like just eat them all up. Hum, hum, hum. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so that's there's there's like loads more to it, but I actually can't even remember all of the like plot. <laughs> but uh, so you loved it, yeah. <laughs> But, you know, it's actually it's a great kind of it wouldn't be my film at all, but it was actually a great kind of just escape watch. And there was loads of twists and turns. So it definitely keeps you entertained. Mm. The only problem I found with is it was just that, like, I it would have been great to see in the cinema. Yeah, well, I, I took I took the little lads, uh, not the little, little lad, now, the, the 12 year olds. Uh, lad to see it in the cinema and he loved it of course it's it's directed at his age group like you know so oh, that's exactly I what it's made for it's like, like it was directed for my age group too I just no, no oh no. <laughs> 12 to 12 to 15 year olds I believe is their target audience in that kind of films but um no he loved it so and it was good and it was great on the big screen actually it was good to see something like that on the big screen um, yeah it's definitely, I would say it would add to the suspense because there's loads of suspenseful moments as well. And you're just kind of like, oh. the only thing that kind of, now I don't know if it was sort of the case where what I was watching on wasn't as clear as it should have been. But like when you see kind of their boat and you there's certain scenes when you see like the Meg coming out of the water and attacking the boat. And it just looks extremely sort of, it looked very CGI mm. or not CGI. Yeah. Cause I'd say it was an actual model that they had the, the, the um, fish, the Meg was a model, but it was just like the lighting on the boat didn't really match or something. Do you know when you yeah, yeah, tell yeah. by the lighting yeah. um, like that, it was clearly like not in the same room. <laughs> Um, but like, you know, that sort of took me out of it a little bit, but like it was still entertaining, um, you know, for what it was, mm, mm. uh, it's gotten a lot of like, yeah, there was kind of, when I was looking up about it, um, it got a lot of flack, like it wasn't as good as Jaws. It wasn't as good as other kind of, um, Dark movies. Yeah. Yeah, but like, I don't know, it like, I think one of the real, the cool things about shark movies as a sort of a genre um, is just the fact that, you know, 
sharks and anything under the water it's always kind of like really elusive like we don't really know well unless you're an oceanographer and you know and (laughs) but you just don't know what's kind of underneath your toes when you're swimming yeah you you can't really tell like what's actually underneath and so it kind of everyone can kind of relate to it you know Mm. um and it's always like that little bit like scary and uh so yeah I think that's what's kind of cool it's it's you know and it's 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 still kind of that little bit away you know, whereas a horror film where you can kind of someone comes into your house and attacks you like that's scary. Yeah. And that, and that could probably happen to you more than <laughs> you being attacked by a shark. By a shark. Uh, exactly. Yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. have the stats, but. <laughs> <laughs> it's bound to be more likely to be attacked in your own home. Than by yeah. A shark. Especially, exactly. in, especially in Ireland, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, you yeah. know, a disgruntled taxi driver, <laughs> you know, um, a delivery driver when you didn't tip him very well or you know um so like yeah i know only joking those those careers have the salt of the earth people but it's just (laughs) that (laughs) i'm not saying that they are murderers uh not getting a taxi again (laughs) they're gonna be waiting a while for your next free now just want to reiterate uh (laughs) No, but like, you know, I'm just thinking of a total random uh, idea. Um, But yeah, so it's always, it's kind of one of those almost subgenres of like thrillers, like shark movies, because they're just like, yeah, they're, they're kind of more the escape, escapism thriller, Mm. you know? I know, I know. But yeah, it was a bit of fun. I'm glad you made me watch that. Um, oh, well, I'm I'm shocked that you actually are glad that I made you watch it. I was expecting to get a proper ear bashing for that one. <laughs> to be honest, like the first 10 minutes or so, like after Jason State, Jason Statham. Jason uh, I'm going to punch that shot in the face. Yeah. I, 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 like, and he does that a lot. And he does. He does. He actually does that at one point. But, but <laughs> he, he, he actually does. But, but he... Yeah, and and you know, because they kind of have several run-ins with this fucking guy. I, I mean, the shark, not Jason Statham. Not Jason Statham. Yeah. And like, it uh, at so- certain points, you're just like, "Ah, oh, fucking, just kill the fucking shark already!" Like, or I'm sorry for all those shark enthusiasts. Um, but like, you know, or it's it's just one of those things where you're just like if the story kind of keeps on going on and on in a circle, do you know, sometimes that mm-hmm. can be a little bit kind of head wreck, but yeah, no, overall it was like a bit of fun and uh, yeah, it's worth a watch if you got, you know, it's definitely a, a, a Friday night kind of post pub watch. I would. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah, mad it's made by John Turtletaub as well. Um, Who's not? Yeah, he wouldn't be known for his action. Well, he he directed the the National Treasure films, which are yeah, which are which are very much in that sort of you know disposable entertainment sort of thing. Yeah, so like Cool Runnings, While You Were Sleeping, Phenomenon, Instinct, mm. like all very like well written, but like quite small budget in terms of 
and quite a yeah. dom- like domestic storylines as opposed to you know big massive big big summer blockbuster types yeah action you know yeah mm. um but then yeah then he does the national treasure the three of those fil- films well two national two. treasure and one two Square. national treasures yeah and, oh, the and Sorcerer's Apprentice, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorcerer's Apprentice. So three Nick Cage movies, um, and then he went on and did the Meg. So like clearly he needed a break from Nicolas Cage. Um, <laughs> well, don't we all? <laughs> actually, it's so funny. I was. Uh, There's only so much Nick Cage we can all take. <laughs> I know. I actually was. Um, I was listening to a book on Audible. I was listening to um Seth Rogan's book it's called yearbook oh yeah he's got a great nicholas cage story doesn't he yes yeah yeah i heard about this on conan o'brien he was talking about it like oh yes he actually he tells the whole story like just like i shouldn't be telling you this because it's in my book and i want you to buy my book but fuck it like and he tells like you know yeah but actually so because i heard that on conan as well but like i i've listened to the book and on audible and um it like he actually has a few different altercations with Nicolas Cage. So it's so oh, that's more than one. Oh. Yeah. So what yeah. he says on the Conan podcast is actually like one incident, but then right. it kind of goes back. And then there's also like agents chatting. And so there's there's even more. But yeah, I'd I'd uh, yeah, Seth Rogen's book is actually pretty good. Um, plus, he also gets the actual people involved to voice so um really if you know seth rogan and his like movies and stuff so he's got like some judd apatow he's got his own family i think voicing because from from the credits uh you know you can see so it's like his own family's involved and then there's other actors involved he has like michelle gondry and like just total random people just saying like one line but like the fact that he's actually got the real um because michelle gondry was involved in like the green lantern at once one stage um or not the green lantern was that what was the Uh, one that the the green hornet the green hornet sorry yeah um because he was he was uh due to direct that at one stage so yeah like he actually gets all these original people uh jason siegel um you know so it's it's got lots of voices in it that you'd recognize as well as him having his you know very recognizable hilarious yeah, voice you've you've you frozen me there for a second yeah can you hear me yeah 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 it's just you frozen me there for a second so i was just making sure you could still get me yeah um but yeah so it's definitely worth a read or a listen whatever way mm. you ingest books yeah i definitely listen to that that's cool yeah i'll definitely get on that it's on but, it's, um, it's on audible um yearbook yeah. by seth rogan if you are interested in getting more of that nicholas cage story that nicholas cage goodness yeah. yeah um but yeah i was uh yeah, I was sort of listening to that while I was in the sunshine for a little bit during the week. Oh. No more of that now. Something nice and light, you know, when you're yeah, in the sun. Yeah. yeah, true. I'm saying no more sun. Yeah, that's it. We're done. Oh, so, so, summer's over. So, you know, 
That's it. Back to, ho- back to hoodies and jeans. I actually, uh, I noticed as well. Um, I I actually had to put the lights on and like close the curtains, and it was like nine o'clock. Oh yeah, it's getting darker, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's getting darker earlier. That's a real downer. <laughs> I know. I actually don't mind the bad weather as long as it stays bright for long. It's a bit of a downer now to see the the the, the early nights creeping back in. I know, but at least. Uh, but then it's it's mad, right? I, this has happened to me before, especially like, I don't know, I used to live in Australia and like, so you'd have like just, you know, you'd have actual summer time. So there'd be legit like three months of actual sunshine. Mm. And um, but like sometimes when it's really, really sunny, I just get like a total Christmas vibe where I just want to be like in a woolly jumper in a pub um in a snug that you know isn't heaving from the rafters yeah. i do enjoy a nice cold yeah sort of early evening in a pub sort of vibe. but it's mad it's- like i i've gotten that vibe sometimes though when like but when it's like glorious sunshine and like you know 28 degrees right. and i'm like i just kind of I just kind of want it to be Christmas time so I can like wear a jumper now. Isn't that mad? I think it's just, you know, you're done with the heat and you're ready for it to be cold again. Yeah. And that's fine. That's okay too. That's all right too. I feel like a lot of people want to kill me now for saying that. And <laughs> You're betraying the warm weather. How dare yeah. you? <laughs> Don't ever say that again. <laughs> You'll scare the warm weather away. Shh. No. Shh. Don't let it know. Don't let it know. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I must say that is probably one of the like the 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 least uh, detailed plot I gave for a film on this podcast so far. Oh, really? Um, but sorry, Look, it, guys. it's not it's not, you know, it's not Shakespeare. It's a no. giant fucking it's a giant fucking shark. You know, you get it's what you're shark. There's yeah. like a group of scientists and one badass that's yeah. trying to track it down and it's not terrible so you know give it a watch there you go i will say the only thing that disappointed me about it was oh, yeah. the design of the shark itself you know you've got different obviously you've got different types of sharks sharks and stuff but i found the design of this particular shark to be a bit not scary they needed to make it look more like a massive great white instead of you know just a massive you know, bog standard shark, like you know, yeah, it like an it looked like an oversized, you know, basking shark. Basically, it was it wasn't like you know a dangerous, terrifying looking, you know, pointy nose, black and white, great white, like you know. I know what you mean. White, you know. mm. It's uh, it's actually an in- extinct species of mackerel shark. Oh, is that right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> is that what they're based on? Is that right? But I wouldn't just no, but that's what I, I've I've Googled Megalodon and so that's actually what the Megalod Megalodon is. So it's the it's the extinct species of mackerel shark. But I wonder, um so they obviously they might have just kind of tried to 
his, his mem- start yeah, yeah. accurate as opposed to trying to just Hollywood accurate. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's where he slipped up. But you know, they've got the sequel to make up for that. That's true. Yeah, Megalodon too, and it's due to actually film uh, in 2022. I think. Mm. Say 2022, or maybe it's 21. Anyway. Well, that's going to be mental. That film's going to be mental. Yeah. Because the guy who direct who was directing that it's his first big Hollywood film. He's like a small indie director in England who's made like really small budget but really well received films. And this is his first big Hollywood film. And he said he's only going to do it if he can go absolutely crazy with the story. And they said, yeah, go. So it's going to be crazy, basically. It's going to be nuts. Yeah. What's his name? Um, I uh, Ben Wheatley. That. Oh, yeah. Mm. So, yeah, if you look through his back catalogue of films, you're all like, Jesus, I can't believe he's doing the Megalodon sequel. That's going to be interesting. Very interesting. Also, here's one for you. So it, its budget was $130 million. And the box office was five hundred and thirty point two million dollars. Yeah, that'll do it, all right. So, uh, four hundred million uh, Ooh, profit. I've got a, I've got a, some gastro wind here. Some. Are you okay? I'm it was okay. just. I'm it was just because here. of the four hundred million profit. You were aghast. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Choked. How much? Literally on your own breath. Yeah, Jesus. But <laughs> just goes to show, like a very, very basic, like script, and a mm. uh, few lads and ladies just rocking up. Bish bash bosh. Bish bash bosh. Four hundred million. Yeah, yeah, that's how you do it. Like, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I do. I do know what you mean. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so what'll uh, what'll what'll your week be looking like now? Um. Uh, oh, I get yeah. So I I had I was dog sitting for any of you guys who were listening to last week's episode. Um, I was dog sitting last week, so I gave Spiky back to my bro. Um, so I'll be free and easy this week. And you get super attached to the dog. I mean, yeah, like it takes about sort of two or three days, I think, to kind of get used to each other. Like he Mm -hmm. was in a new place. I was like he was in my place. So I kind of, you know, there was a bit of kind of getting used to each other. But then like, yeah, I mean, like you do miss you do miss him then when he's gone. (laughs) I'm gonna, I'm gonna see you turn up with a dog next week. Where'd you get that? I don't know. I don't know. But he's on the podcast. <laughs> Tell me you didn't steal that dog. I can't deny. I, can't. <laughs> I don't know. I really can't say. <laughs> no, I'd never <sighs> steal a dog. Unless he was very cute. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it's just kind of work and yeah, that's pretty much me. Oh, actually I got my second vaccine, uh, appointment for next week. So, uh, oh, but I'd say we'll, go. we'll probably have recorded this, um, by then. So, um, mm. but that's good. It's just good to have it like, you know, 
in the, in the diary. Bag. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. But it's mad. Um, it I before between them. Yeah, I had to wait a whole month, so they must be ramping it up now. They must be yeah, like, right. Let's do this. This yeah. home stretch. Um, I yeah, I had twenty eight days between appointments. Um, I was very happy to report that I had no side effects from the second job at all. Perfect. So, yeah. Yeah. So I was delighted with that. I done the uh, the thing uh, that a friend of ours recommend, where you basically take two paracetamol beforehand, and then two paracetamol every four hours after, even if you don't feel anything. Yeah. Um. Because if you do start feeling something or if there is something coming your way, the paracetamol will undo it. And yeah, it worked a charm. So I recommend that for anyone taking their second job. And you chased the, those down with some beers or? Oh, yeah. 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 Many, many beers. Yeah. Oh. That, yeah. That may have helped. I'm not going to lie. But yeah. you'll yeah. never know. You'll never know. There's no way. There's no way of knowing. There's no. no way of knowing. There's no way. There's no way. No. Nice. I'm having a beer you? right now, even as we talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said with a Heineken in my hand, like <laughs> I know. Isn't it? Yeah, just a few years. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, myself, I will be working. Um, my little week off is over and I'm back at work. I th- I'm I'm actually oh, I was meant to be actually going in to have some dinner and or not going in, but like having dinner outside. But then uh today has just been sort of a washout. So actually mm. that was cancelled earlier. Um, did you did you see the uh, the footage on Twitter about the the flooding in Malahide? Yeah, yeah, really, really, really scary stuff. Like literally, there was like a river in a park, uh, which should have been the footpath. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. what it looked like. It was like the main street in Malahide, and like there was all table and chairs, obviously laid out for like oh, outdoor I saw dining. Some footage and they're just like being like. They just I, I saw the footage of the main street and it's basically just the river of water just cascading down the street and these table and chairs being slowly moved down the street with the oh river. Oh my like, god. Yeah, yeah. So, so Malahide is not happening. Yeah, like Malahide is like right beside um the sea in Dublin. Yeah. So I mean there shouldn't be any flooding there. Like I mean, like I mean, it's not like it's in a floodplain or anything, it's like raised above it's, it's the ocean. Really hot. Yeah, you're going so, up steep hills when you go. The water should be just going into the ocean. It shouldn't be flooding yeah, the yeah. streets. It's, it's mad. Just goes to show, though, um, it was. I it was it was like it just downpoured, though. Yeah. It's it's mad and same, but like with London as well, there were some like, I don't know, it got like a foot of rainfall in something like an hour. That's a lie. That's that's an exaggeration. But it was like it was something it's not mad. because they're, they're 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 getting this. They're seeing this weather phenomenon that they don't normally see, and they're seeing it a lot across Europe, um, and in China as well, where like they're getting summer storms like they normally would, but they're not getting it with the rain or the with the wind that normally comes with the summer storms. So like so like really heavy rain clouds are settling over places and they're not being moved along by the wind. They're just dumping all their rain into one place. Yeah, and like which is which is very unusual for behavior for and that's like causing that. all these mad floods then, and that's what's causing Europe all Europe. these mad floods basically. Yeah, yeah. So because the cl- clouds aren't being moved on, and in Germany as well, they got something like a year's worth of rain in a day. Like it's mad. Like uh, yeah. like entire villages were submerged. Like so, yeah, scary stuff. And uh, so tune in next week as well for more. <laughs> We ended up talking about the weather again. It's such an Irish thing, isn't it? <laughs> For more weather-related bands. Yeah. No, and, that's a, that's uh, a real Irish thing, just like talk about the weather. It's the, everyone's favourite topic. 
Yeah. So. But uh, yeah, we are a movie podcast, we swear. I know. <laughs> we promise. Um, what films do you have for me for next week? Okay, so uh, um, have you seen Watchmen, the movie? Uh, no. Yes. All right, that's one up. Is that um, on? That's on the, the flicks of net. Okay. Yeah. The flicks of net. Shut that up. is such a nerd thing to say. <laughs> Shut up. I, I regretted it the minute I said it. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> um, and your next choice is. Dun, 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 dun. Where's it gone? Saws. Oh my God. I'm so mad. Uh, Extinction, also on Netflix. Extinction. Yes. And that is a, a Netflix original. Um, I think there's two things called Extinction. So I'm going to give you the year of this one so you know which one it oh, is. Oh, yeah, that would be good. Um, 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 um. Let me just see now. I will never go back. So. <laughs> Extinction. We're just. More info. There we go. Uh, 2018. So 2018 and Watchmen. Yeah. It's just Watchmen, not the Watchmen. Or... Just Watchmen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So yours is. Um, uh, yes. I can't remember if I've asked you or if I've offered you this before, but The Invisible Man. Uh, you have, but I'll take it. I've not seen it. So. Um, and that's on Sky. Um, yep. or the Breaker Uppers on Netflix. The Breaker Uppers, interesting. Yeah, I've not heard of that one. That's kind of a comedy. It's a New Zealand oh, okay. one. Okay. Oh, cool, cool. Um, and then the Invisible Man is the uh, Elizabeth. Or yeah, you won from uh. Um, the handmaid's tale. Yeah. 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 I I just kind of made my hands into a sort of a, a helmet uh, shape <laughs> for the for the the non the thing handmaid, that you wear. The handmaid's yeah, tale yeah. vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I got what you meant when you did it. It's cool. Yeah. I so, actually I don't particularly like horror, but I, know, yeah. I might I might give the Invisible Man a watch because it's yeah. it's been hot. The, it's been haunting me. The um yeah the Invisible Man. Yeah, I know what you mean, but she's actually quite. Uh, it's it's a yeah, it's a nice, it's nice. It's I wouldn't say it's nice. Um, it's entertaining. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a better word for it. Yeah. So the Breaker Uppers or the Invisible Man, and yeah, Breaker Uppers on Netflix, Invisible Man on Sky, and then I have Watchmen on Netflix or Extinction on Netflix, 2018. Uh-huh. Cool. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Nice one. Okay, I think we're um all done and dusted then for this episode. Yeah. So um yeah, you can contact us on why did you podcast at gmail.com or follow us on Facebook and on Instagram. Why did you podcast? Uh no, I, I think <laughs> yes, it's all of those there. <laughs> Yeah, well done. All, all those social media <laughs> stuff, if you like. That's not, 
That's not hard to follow at all. <laughs> no, it's just that. There you are. There you go. There are your options. Do it or don't. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, have a great week, everyone. Have a great week, everyone. We'll be back with you next week. Talk to you then. Bye. Bye.